I'm just going to give you a couple of scriptures though. Um, and uh, just get your, your Bible out. So literally I had another sermon ready for today. And I've been preparing it for weeks. And then yesterday, yesterday, as I'm going through my Bible reading for the year, God gave me a whole new thing. And literally all it is is Scriptures. And so that's what I'm going to bring with you today. But I'm so excited because I really believe it's, it is from God. So the first one we're going to read is out of Isaiah 40. And I want you to turn to Isaiah 40, verse 28. And I'm reading from the New American Standard, if you want to go to that version. And uh, it says, this is, this is the most amazing verse right here. Do you not know? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired? Hey, that's a good thing to think about right now. He does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. I love that. First of all, let's ponder on that. He's not tired. He's not weary. Do we not know this? Have we not heard that? All of us have been tired and weary. I got to the end of last year and I was weary, weary in my soul, weary in my mind. I know the other pastors were as well. Many people in our church were weary, but you know what? Our God is not weary and His understanding is inscrutable. He knows everything. He understands everything. Let, let's, let's go to Hebrews 6. Before we move on, hold, hold that in your marker or however you do it nowadays. I can't keep up with you all, but however you do it, we're going to go back to Isaiah 40. But let's, let's now go to, to uh, uh, Hebrews verse 6 and let's, let's have a look at the next Scripture that I want to read. Hebrews verse 6 says this, and we'll start at verse 17 and go through to verse 20, or actually to verse 19. So... Hebrews 6, 17 to 19. In the same way, God desiring even more to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeableness of His purpose interposed with an oath. All right? So let's think about that. He has a purpose. It is unchangeable. Not only that, but there's an oath that goes along with it. So that by two unchangeable things, that is His purpose and His oath, it is uh, in which it is impossible for God to lie. We who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. And this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast and one which enters into the veil. So we're going to strengthen ourselves in that very hope here today because His purposes never change. And in any time when there's a purpose of God, there are two parties involved in that. It's God and it's us as His people. So there's an unchangeableness in His, in His purpose. He's also promised that to us. And the amazing thing is that He doesn't grow weary. He doesn't grow weary. Let's, let's go now into, we'll go back to Isaiah chapter 40 and let's, let's, let's read what happens next. Because it told us in verse 28, it says, He does not become weary or tired. But you know what? We do. As one of the partners of that working together here on earth, as one of the entities that is working in the unchangeableness of His purpose here on earth, we get tired, don't we? We get weary. But He doesn't get weary. He doesn't get weary. 
let's keep going on. And then he gives us something really powerful. Isaiah 40. Let's go back and we'll read chapter 28 and we'll continue on. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. Now listen to the very next verse. He gives strength to the weary. He's talking now to us, the partners of that purpose that we read about in Hebrews 6. The hope that is the anchor of our soul, the unchangeableness of His purpose. It's unchangeable. His purpose is unchangeable. Our weariness, our emotions change, our circumstances change, our lives change, our hearts break, things go wrong, but He doesn't change. His purpose is determined from eternity past to eternity future. His His. His purpose is unchangeable. Our weariness and our strength is changeable. But now He gives us a promise. He says, He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, He increases power. Wow. Though youths grow weary and tired. And see, when I read that, I look at that and I think, yeah, youth. They, they, they have the excitement of youth, but they haven't got the, the test of time and the length and breadth of time to test the journeying with God and the character of God. So yes, they grow tired and weary. Youth are idealistic. Youth have idealistic things that, that, that they see in front of them. But when they see disappointments, they grow tired and they grow weary. And then it goes on to say, and vigorous young men stumble badly. You know, vigorous young men have so many obstacles that they can stumble over. So in other words, God is saying, I understand your humanity. And of course, this isn't just to men, this is to us, men and women. In God, there is neither male nor female, all right? We are His people, we are His children. And yet, here's the promise. Even though He never grows weary, we do grow weary. And He acknowledges that. He says, yet those who wait for the Lord, they wait. It's a verb, it's an action, it's a, it's a state of readiness. It's a position of, of waiting and preparing. It says they will gain new strength. They will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. This is the promise that God gives to all of us. I love it when you look at, these are all the Scriptures that I got during my quiet time yesterday. An incredible Scripture in Job 17.9, I can read it out to you. Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to his way and he who has clean hands will grow stronger and stronger. So here's the promise now of the renewal of strength that God will give us. And of course, even our righteousness and having clean hands That's about our identity in Christ. That's something that is given to us. That's not something we can work for. That is our identity as followers of Jesus. Psalm 103 verse 5 says, He he will satisfy your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Wow. You know, I feel like that. As I get older, I look in the mirror, I can see I'm getting older. 
When I go for a jog, I can feel I'm getting older. But in my walk with God, I know that my youth is renewed. I know that there's something stirring in me that doesn't grow old. His Spirit is in me and keeping me alive and active. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8 says this, We are afflicted in every way, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but we're not despairing. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're struck down, but not destroyed. Always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our body. You know, this, in other words, the more I die to my fleshly needs, even die to my weariness, even die to the areas of my soul that want to pop up and overwhelm me all the time, the more the life of Jesus is seen through me. So even as I'm renewed in my strength by dying, isn't that amazing that we are renewed by laying down our lives? We are renewed even in strength by actually being weak and laying down our own will. I find that amazing. The more He increases in my life, the better it is for everyone around me. And that's what they're saying there. It says in verse 16 of 2 Corinthians 4, Therefore do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. And you know what? I can feel that because He promises that He will renew my strength. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, all right, let's lift our eyes today. We're not going to look at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal. This world, our circumstances right now, what's going on in 2022, Don't look at that. Let's look at the things which are not seen. Why? Because they are eternal. And then I want to say, there's a few more scriptures I want to give and then we're going to begin to minister prophetically, okay? In Isaiah 41, 17 to 18. Remember, this is all part of my scripture reading yesterday. I was a blubbering mess by the end of it. I know you don't find that hard to imagine, but those of you who know me. It says, the afflicted and needy are seeking water, but there is none. See now, this is shifting now to the Father's heart to humanity. See, first of all, it says, I don't grow weary. And then He says, I'm going to renew your strength if you'll wait on me as my people. And I'm going to prepare you for service. The more you die, the the stronger you will be. The strength will come. The the more you let go of your will and take on my will, the more you will be strengthened for service. But now, look at where we're heading. Now we're starting to talk about His heart for all of humanity and how we can partner with Him in that reaching out. The afflicted and needy are seeking water, but there is none, and their tongue is parched with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer them myself. As the God of Israel, I will not forsake them. Remember the unchangeableness of His purpose. It never changes. How will you and I partner with Him in this? By waiting on the Lord. 
by letting the strength come into us, being renewed by Him, by His presence. He goes on to say, As the God of Israel, I will not forsake them. I will open rivers on the bare heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land fountains of water. What's he saying here? He's saying people are out there, they're afflicted, they're needy. They're looking, they're seeking for water to, to, to minister to their heart's needs. Their tongue is parched with thirst. But he says, I'm going to look after them. And of course, in that looking after them, he will partner with his people here on earth. And what will he do? Even on bare heights, even in the midst of valleys, even in the wilderness and even on dry land, he's going to open rivers, springs, pools of water and fountains of water. That's what he promises to do. Because the river of God, who is the Holy Spirit, is with us and in us. And I want us to minister. I believe God wants to do something new this year. And I say that prophetically, if I dare even say that. I really believe, and I'm not just saying this with presumption, but I really do believe something has shifted and something fresh and new is going to be seen this year. And it's going to be really powerful. And we're going to partner with Him to gain our strength and to draw our strength from Him. So let's listen to this last scripture. And then we're going to begin to minister to people. And this is how we need to position ourselves. Okay? We understand He has a purpose which will never change. We understand He'll never grow weary. We know that we have to partner with Him in that plan. We know that when we are weary, He will renew our strength and strengthen us. And then He will also use us as we lay down our lives and give out to other people. He will minister to the afflicted and the needy around us. And He will create something out of nothing. First in our own lives and then to those around us. And that's how He operates and that's how He ministers. Through the power of the person of the Holy Spirit. But here's the next thing that we all need to make a decision on. This is the final thing that we need to understand today. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. In other words, don't look back. Don't look back, guys. Behold, I will do something new. I will do something new. Now, it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. This is what God's about to do. I feel like we need to be ready for this year to come into that place of drawing from the presence of God. And we're going to really begin to strengthen one another and minister to one another. I'm not waiting any longer. I don't care. If we're in lockdown again for the rest of the year, I don't care. We're not, gonna, we're not going to hold back anymore. We're not going to care what it looks like to prophesy over the internet. We're not going to care. We are going to build one another up. We're going to be like an army that, that forges forward and strengthens one another because church is our safe place. It is our grounding. It is our foundation. I love being with my family. I love doing all those things that really nurtures and nourishes me. But I tell you what, I was itching to get back and be together and to worship together. 
to strengthen one another and encourage one another.